0: I mean, we're human. It's not possible. It is not possible to be operating at a 10 out of a 10 all the time. You Give yourself the grace to turn off so that you can see more. This is the Help Me See podcast, and I'm your host, Bianca Mora. I'm an artist, an educator, and an anxiety-ridden mama who's obsessed with making meaning in art out of this one and only life. This podcast is about helping you see your life before it's gone. Like, really see it. I want to ask questions like, when does your now become your nostalgia? How can we be more intentional with the memories we're saving and not just capturing the highlight reel? You can expect an episode every Wednesday. Some with just my introvert self rambling about what keeps me up at night. And some amazing guest speakers diving into how they choose to see. Something that seriously pains me is hearing, I wish I would have known how important that was at the time. I hate hearing that from others and I'm scared to feel that for myself. I do feel like doing this podcast will be a comfort. I believe that if we continue having conversations about intention and awareness, that we can all live more fulfilled lives and create amazing work. I hope you leave each episode feeling inspired by your day-to-day with a deep piece of knowing that you're not missing it. So grab your coffee, settle in, and let's talk about everything that's right in front of us. Have you ever listened to one of my episodes and thought to yourself, yes, I know, I feel it. I know I need to take more photographs or videos or documentation, but I don't even know where to start. Sometimes we have major blind spots and even our obvious practices. I made a quiz to help you figure out what your blind spots might be. It's called, what do your photos actually say about you? Find out what type of memory keeper you really are and what super important goodness you might be missing. Answer a few questions and I bet I'll be able to guess. You might even get a surprise freebie in your inbox afterwards to help you on your journey to take more meaningful, effortless photos of your life. Let me know what archetype that you got and share it with a friend. Have fun. So, I've been playing Candy Crush lately, and no judgment here, but that's a problem for me. (laughs) I, I'm not really a play a game on your phone type of person. I feel like I'm playing Candy Crush. Because I'm at that level of needing to numb, needing to numb out and sign off, check out, turn my brain off and touch a bunch of brightly colored gems (laughs) on my phone. I feel like this is your brain's way of throwing up the white flag and just being like, please, no, no more. I'm on sensory overload. I need to turn off. It's like a panic button. And it's interesting to think about where that line is for people and when you come across it yourself. I think about at night when I have been so tired all day long and doing everything and running around and multitasking and all the things. And then when the house is finally quiet and the kids are to bed or already in bed, I make myself stay up. I am so exhausted, but I need, I need that sliver of time when nobody needs me. I need, and in that sliver of time, what am I watching? I'm watching TV and I'm watching sitcoms that I've watched a bajillion times. It's either Seinfeld or curb your enthusiasm. Sometimes when I'm feeling extra needy, it's Gilmore Girls. <laughs> when I need to feel a little bit closer to home, I watch Everybody Loves Raymond because I grew up with my parents watching that. And King of Queens, if I'm feeling like a panic attack's coming on, because when I was going through the period of my life where I was having massive panic attacks on the daily, Um, King of Queens was my, my go-to. I can't even watch something new. I can't even, my brain can't even bear the thought of investing in something else. I need to keep it light and comforting and nostalgic. Even good movies, movies that I heard are amazing. I go through phases where I can't engage with it because it feels too heavy. It feels like too much. Have you ever felt like that? It may be, it's the reason I stopped watching This Is Us. I was sobbing. My stomach was in knots. Like I <laughs> um, I just couldn't, I couldn't take it. And you know, I don't know if this is, this is why, but I recently have become aware of something called HSP or being in an HSP. And that is a highly sensitive Person, let me make sure I'm getting that right. Yes, um, and according to let me just Google this. According to well uh, an HSP is the term for those who are thought to have an increased or deeper central nervous system sensitivity to physical, emotional, or social stimuli. I didn't really ever think of myself. In this way, but as I read through some of the details and the signs, check, 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 (laughs) check, 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 check. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's something you identify with or not, but I'm thinking that that might have something to do with the situation. Um, Something I think about is when we first visited California for the first time and We were driving up the coast from Southern California to San Francisco. At first, I was just, I mean, adrenaline pumping. I could not believe the beauty of what I was seeing. And halfway up the drive or before that even, I just wanted to crawl into the floor of the passenger seat and with a hoodie over my head. I couldn't take it anymore. I just couldn't take, it was too much of a good thing. I couldn't, <laughs> I felt like beauty fatigue, like it was too much. I can't take in anymore. I can't fit anything else into my brain. So I had to shut down. I probably put myself to sleep. Um, have you ever felt like that? You're like, this is just, it's too much to even process, even though it's a good thing. I believe it's natural. I believe that it's something that we can embrace and it's our insides telling us, please, I need a break. I feel like a lot of us aren't really good at giving ourselves a break proactively. (laughs) So we end up in this state where we're numbing out and feeling guilt about it and this immense dissatisfaction. Um. Which I don't believe should always be the case. If we actually embraced, fully embraced the, the numbing out instead of doing it while feeling the guilt, then we would actually get some of the benefits. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, commit to the decision that you're making. If you decided that you're going to watch TV on the couch, don't watch TV on the couch and mentally just be torturing yourself about all the stuff that you should be doing. Enjoy your TV on the couch. Cause then in a weird way, it actually is productive. <laughs> I'm, I really am not great at this. Do as I say, not as I do situation here. Um, but really giving yourself grace in a more ritualistic fashion or in not pushing yourself to the point where your brain just short circuits and cannot do anything but turn off. That's the sweet spot, I think, because the more dangerous thing happening is the more long-term autopilot mode. The dreaded autopilot mode. The thing that's so elusive and so sneaky, (laughs) that you don't even realize when you're in it most of the time, especially when you're super deep in it. Autopilot mood keeps you in a good enough, and uh, this has been done before, so this makes sense mindset. And that's something that I try to stay away from because I know how unsatisfying it is for me. I know there's always a time and a place for the easier route. But I think we all have an internal compass that tells us when that's not what we're truly wanting. I mean, I was at a job for six years and although a few of those years, I was truly very excited about it. I don't quite know when it turned into something that really wasn't fulfilling and it felt like a disservice to myself a disservice to not be chasing after what I know in my soul to be what I really want to be doing. I'm reading this book right now. Um, It's called a million miles in a thousand years by Donald Miller. And there was a sentence that I read that was like a punch in the face. <laughs> so naturally I'll punch you in the face and I'll read it to you. <laughs> it says, I've wondered, though, if one of the reasons we fail to acknowledge the brilliance of life is because we don't want the responsibility inherent in the acknowledgement. We don't want to be characters in a story because characters have to move and breathe and face conflict with courage. And if life isn't remarkable, then we don't have to do any of that. We can be unwilling victims rather than grateful participants. I mean, come on the responsibility that comes with the acknowledgement of this brilliant opportunity we have. Ugh, (laughs) right. (laughs) That is, that's a lot. And that is a, it's a punch in the gut. Another quote that he has is, We spend years actually living those stories and expect our lives to feel meaningful. The truth is, if what we choose to do with our lives won't make a story meaningful, it won't make a life meaningful either. So, what to do with that? (laughs) To me, it makes me want to forever and always stay in this highly sensitive state where I am aware of the brilliance and magnitude of every second, and soak it up, and not waste it, and blah blah blah. But I mean, we're human. It's not possible. It is not possible to be turned up and operating at a ten of a ten, 10 out of a ten, all the time. But I guess what I'm getting at here is for myself finding. A balance, finding that happy medium, that realistic, that doable, that achievable medium where you give yourself the grace to turn off so that you can see more, so that you don't become numb unwillingly or by accident and then have years pass you by, but you become numb by choice (laughs) as you say tonight, I watch three hours of Curb Your Enthusiasm because Larry David is my spirit animal. And (laughs) I know that if I give myself the diversity, if I give my brain the opportunity to focus on something simpler, that I will have the energy to really delve into the more complex and the more magnificent as it presents itself to me in my daily life. Does this make sense to you? Does it feel, I want to know, I want to know when I'm doing these solo episodes, <laughs> I can't help but envision some of you, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, do you roll your eyes and curse at me? Like, like people can do to, physical fitness trainers? Or (laughs) do you say, yes, me too. Um, I want to know, but really, I mean, it's the yin and the yang, right? There is no darkness without light. You can't appreciate the good without the bad. And you cannot see all of the goodness all of the time If you don't give yourself the break, the mental and physical rest. So I come to you with two messages. I I see (laughs) apparently two conflicting messages is what I'm bringing to you in this episode. And I support them both. The need for numb is real. Turn off, make that decision. Don't apologize for it. Don't feel guilty about it. When you feel the need, do it. But do it intentionally so that you can see. You can really see and feel and experience and not miss the moments that you should be showing up for. I've been trying so hard to keep up this pace and I just opened up my physical photo studio and I'm working on my online course and I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing all these things and I found my face just curled up in worry and stress. And I'm, and I had a moment. I, I was finishing my studio before the opening day and I was peeling paint, the blue paint protector tape off the wall. And I was standing on a ladder and I pulled a strip and I was like, Oh fucking hell, of course. <laughs> because it was like a little strip that it was even too narrow for my finger to get to between the corner of the wall and the ceiling. And then I just stopped and I thought, look at this problem I'm having right now. This quote unquote problem. I am standing in my own photo studio. I have Opened a physical space. This is something that I had dreamed of happening, but never thought it would. And it's happening. And I'm sitting here (laughs) cursing up to the high heavens because (laughs) (laughs) how could I be that numb and that unaware that I, I'm so fixated on rushing, rushing, rushing through this and that I'm numb to the success and the reality of it all. I'm very grateful. I had to take a a beat and stop and force myself to smile. I actually did force myself to smile. I felt like a psychopath. I was like, maybe if I physically smile, it'll sink in. more. (laughs) Listen, I'm, I'm really trying. I'm trying to balance myself out. I'm a little too intense. Sometimes a lot of the times, Um, but yeah, that's just my, one of the reasons why this topic was top of mind and top of heart this week. Do you have a situation right now where this is ringing true for you? I would love to hear, please. I'm always available through DMS. I would love to hear how this relates to you and um, maybe something you got out of this episode. Felt a little bit less alone. Want me to stop reading really heavy quotes from the books I'm reading. (laughs) Anyway. Until next time. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did, and I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review, and honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you and one, I'll probably cry (laughs) and two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.